Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we're Frangela. You know what you need in your life? Hmm. The Final Word Podcast. Yes, you do. That's right. It is the final word on all things political and pop cultural. Where we make real news real funny. Where we inspire you so you can hashtag resist. Subscribe and get a new episode of the Final Word Podcast each week. It's the news we think you need to hear. That's right. We think you need to hear it. Okay? Yeah, it's what we say so. That's right. And because all we do is give, every Thursday you can listen to our hysterical podcast, Idiot of the Week. We round up the stupid because you know what? Somebody has to. Okay. All we do is give. I'm Greg Oliar, and this is Not Prevail. It's the other project that I have with my friend Stephanie Koff, a.k.a. Lincoln's Bible, or LB. On Friday nights, uh, we do a little show on YouTube, a live YouTube show called The 5-8. It starts at 8 o'clock uh, here in New York. It starts at 5 o'clock in Los Angeles, where she lives, so hence The 5-8. And it's a live YouTube show, so if you log into uh, your YouTube account, you can follow along in the chat room, and it's basically about as interactive as TV format gets, right? It's like interactive television. So it's a lot of fun. People don't go out on Friday night anymore. Do people ever go out on Friday night? I remember even when I was like, you know, in my 20s and went out a lot, I, I never went out on Friday night. And my my contempt for going out on Friday night extended to people who went out on Friday night. It was Thursday and Saturday. Friday, I stayed home and watched basketball. So uh, anyway, if you you know, don't go out on Friday night. What you should do is uh, hang out with us because that's what the 5-8 is. It's your Friday night hang. The format is that we take five of the week's most notable and newsworthy topics. We spend eight minutes covering each one. So we got five eight-minute segments. We got three minutes of evolving animation by Chunk. If you don't know who Chunk is, he's an animator who's really, really funny. Um, that's not going to really translate here in the audio format. We got two revved up hosts. We got a comic interlude. Um, sometimes it's a parody song. Actually, on the Prevail thing, it's often, I, I run them in both places. Um, we have one special guest. Sometimes we get more and as many cocktails as we deem necessary. Usually it's one cocktail. <laughs> so, uh, we do this on Friday nights. We do not offer it as a podcast, as an audio only format, but this Friday it was just the two of us. And we decided, you know what? Let's just strip down the audio because people have been asking for that. And we'll run it out on the Prevail feed. Just give people who may not be aware, who listen to my podcast, a little taste of what I'm up to with my friend on Friday night. So without further ado, here is the 5-8. LB, how are you? I'm okay. I'm a little tired. Okay. Are you, I'm a little, so I'm hoping I can get my energy up, but I'm, I'm actually really good other than that. Okay. How are you? I am great. Um, thanks for asking. Uh, I, I won, um, 
I proved that uh, the pillow guy's thing was wrong and I won $5 million and now he's got to pay me. So I bet it all on the Knicks tonight. So it's, there's a lot going on. We need the Knicks to show out. Uh, that game starts in 26 minutes, give or take. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, okay, so people watching might be wondering why there's no uh, scroll at the bottom of the screen, as there usually is at the top of the show when we you know, list the five topics. And I'll tell you why. Because we decided this week, just, you know, every once in a while we're going to do this. We're not going to have a guest. We're going to deviate from what I just read in the intro. We're going to have two hosts and zero guests. And this is the fun part. This is the fun part. Instead of discussing five topics for eight minutes each, wait for it. We're going to discuss eight topics for five minutes each, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure if you do the multiplication kind of is the same thing. It's the yeah? same. It should be the same amount of time, except amount. without the guests, it'll go quicker. And so that everybody understands because there's a Knicks game on tonight. Yeah. There's so this is like, these are the priorities. And we thought it was just the two of us then so that Greg can watch his game that will switch. And you can sleep and you can sleep. Uh, yeah. And I'll go this to is, sleep, which is all I really want to do. Yeah. Castles in the sky. That's the, that's the episode. Castles. Just the two of us, you and I. Okay. Castles Not just the two, the of, two us. of us. Everybody watching in the chat room, lighten it up as usual. Great to see everybody. Good I to hope see everybody you. had a good week. Um, there's also a lot, of, there's a lot of things to talk about this week. I feel like. This is funny. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> the five eight equivalency okay yeah that's what it is yeah. yes lots to talk about this week and we're not going to get to everything um no. we have people always asking us we talk about this we talk about that guys we want to talk about all of it we do we need to pick the stuff that for us is not going to either send us into the stratosphere of you know if we don't have time for huge rants because there's stuff that is important to us stuff that we feel like needs a whole other show, mm -hmm. um, you know, dedicated to the topic or things that just frankly put us to sleep. Uh, so we can't do those things because we're too tired by the time yeah. we get to this anyway. Let's get our energy <laughs> up. All right. I've got five minutes on the clock. You've got five minutes Tell on the me clock. Tell me when you're ready to go with the new format, Greg Goliath. Okay, let's go. Topic number one, dumb Camelot. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Oh That's my God. He's, he's declared. Robert Kennedy is declared. Joe Biden's in trouble. I don't know. I, is everybody sitting down? Oh my goodness! Whatever will we do? There's going to be a, there's going to be chaos at the at the at the DNC this year. It's going to be a madness. <laughs> well, and in the event that we get to actually have people listen to this show uh, and download it, I will explain right now that I think that's your meme that you created. Yeah, I did. I created. Yeah. This so meme who myself. are we seeing there? In case people don't watch Succession for some reason, I don't okay. know. Okay, um, that's Connor Roy and his trophy wife uh, Willa. Um, and Connor Roy is running for president as a sort of libertarian weirdo, and he has less than one percent of the vote. And um, that is uh, Robert RFK Jr. and for some reason Cheryl Hines. <laughs> I, I think maybe this is a real. This is an episode of Curb. Are they doing a new season? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it couldn't be written any better. If so, <laughs> yeah. The presidential less than one percenters. This is what we're going. In. I think yeah. this is going to last maybe as long as Howard Schultz's. Uh, Little venture. Remember when he tried? Oh, that? Coffee Boy. Yeah, I remember. Coffee him. Boy. Yeah. And somebody just showed up and said, "Stop trying to help Trump get reelected, you selfish billionaire 
piece of shit or something like that. And that was the end of that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Sometimes they're so weak, just a single heckler um, will do the job. (laughs) I don't know about this guy. I mean, he's now, you know, to be fair, I know that he's been criticized for being anti-vax, but he's an OG anti-vaxxer. He's been anti-vax before anti-vax was cool. Since 2004, at least. Yeah. 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 So he has long experience believing in disproved bullshit. That's right. Uh, Yeah. Debunked crap. And uh, I don't know, you know. Um, Well, it's not like the Kennedy name is a name that really bad actors would know about or think that might be something... (laughs) It's such an obscure, there's such an obscure family, not in the public eye. Why would you, why would anyone ever think that maybe that's a target of influence? I'm not saying that's what happened, but uh, with that if one. If it were, if it were to be, if, it if you were, were to target someone, yes, he would be. Uh, yeah. He would be. If you're going to target a university that people take so seriously, uh, you would target which one? What's a big brand there? That's always seems to be in trouble around Jeffrey Epstein. You know what I mean? Like you're referring to Harvard, 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 Harvard. Yeah. Harvard. Yeah. These are the things. Sorry, yeah. that's the way that world works. Nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. commenting on my meme that I that I put up last night wrote um, that JFK Jr. and RFK Jr. will get about the same number of votes in this election cycle, which I thought was. That's a really good one. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Whoever wrote that. Not to be disrespect, not to speak ill of the dead. But according to QAnon, he's still walking around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yet another thing. Yet another pile of just wackadoo-doo. Yeah. Yeah. Americans, we got to have our, we have to have our circus, I think. You got to have the freak show at the circus. Yep. Is that five minutes? What am I doing here? No, we still have a minute 20. Really? Uh, let's move on. We can move on. <laughs> okay, we're gonna spend, I'd rather spend like more time on some of these other things. I, right, I so think, I'm going to go six minutes on the I next I think one. it's very, very, I, I think cutting short the segment on RFK Jr.'s presidential campaign is so blindingly appropriate. Okay. <laughs> Less than 1%. Can't yeah. even fill up our five minutes in our new <laughs> format. First segment. All right, here we go. Just five da, da, minutes. Da, 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 da. Dominion rests. Oh. Okay, so I want to, I have stuff to say about this. Um, I, I really, like it's, of course they took the payment. That's the whole point of it. Of course Fox was never going to let Rupert Murdoch on the witness stand. No way. Can you imagine that content? No way. Were any of these people going to take an oath and sit there in a jury box, a witness box for a jury to judge? Never. And have it be recorded. There's always court recordings. You can get them. No way. No way. So, you know, it would have been great for Dominion to say, well, we're going to force it anyway. They would have won. Um, would have won more. Yeah. Yeah. Having been lied about and slandered, <laughs> you know, is, you know, they would have won. So, um, but there was this thing that happened almost immediately because I was watching it on the cable news. I was watching it on the MSNBC right? Because I can't take the other ones, but I'm kind of getting sick of that one. And 
they said it was like a win for, for this is really good for democracy. Did you see this? Did no. you hear this? No. How, oh my gosh, this is, this is the Who accountability. Who the fuck are these people? Just the, what oh were they fucking talking about? <sighs> I, it was like we were all getting gaslit into thinking that this was some great win. And then it was, there was a whole bunch of dialogue about getting pushed out about, um, we never would have known how Fox really operates if it wasn't for this lawsuit. I said, I was just like, oh, really? You could never have figured out that they were lying motherfuckers. Like, that's just such a mystery. Yeah. That's such a mystery that they were just going along with this. We still don't know why. We don't know why Rupert Murdoch does this or his hosts do it. Even when they know it's all lies, we don't know why they go forward. Even though Tucker Carlson admits to just con- absolutely hating Donald Trump, he, he went forward with all of that and keeps defending him. We don't have any answers as to why. But we know what they do, and we know how they do it. Yep. And anyone thinks that that's not that's a actually even a full representation of how coordinated this shit is, is that you're nuts too. It's all on the surface. You can see it all. We didn't need Dominion to take less money than Rupert Murdoch has paid his ex-wives. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Someone added it all up. I retweeted it. He paid his ex-wives more in divorce settlements than he did Dominion. That's how dumb Dominion is. Dominion? They would have paid he would have paid so much more money than that. Yep. Oh my God. And then they were crying. This is a win for justice. This is a win. The payment is the judgment. It's like that's not a judgment. No, you don't get to say that they that they did anything wrong. They didn't admit any wrongdoing in the, this part. Yeah, you know, it's all bullshit. They didn't even report on it on Fox News. No, you know what they walked away with? They walked away with an exact dollar amount that it costs them to run their crap, and they're still coming out with a really good profit margin. So, if you're in that business of lying and propaganda, you just learned, hey, we can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. I feel like, you know, one of the one of the problems that we face as a uh, capitalist society and I'm all for capitalism. Capitalism is great. You know, don't get me wrong. But this sort of like shareholders, Uber Alice kind of thing is just at some point there has to be other considerations that that, you know, boards take into account when they're doing stuff like this they're going to make their fucking money anyway would it have killed them would it have really been bad for dominions in general to destroy fox news and actually actually not doing that actually might be bad for them in general it might destroy them because if this propaganda effort continues to work and gain ground and we've got situations where people's votes are getting thrown out and nobody bothers to investigate blah 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 which is what fox seems to want and what the prop the intent of the propaganda is then no one's going to need dominion's fucking products yeah Good point. So it's Good not point. that it's not that their business is a business that's somehow separate from democracy functioning. Yeah. They need democracy. They literally need the processes of democracy in order to be in business. Yeah. <laughs> so Well, you fucked up, Dominion. You, t- you yeah. fucked up. Now, easy for me to say, 770 whatever. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Yeah. 
I, I wanted a, a B. I, I, anything with an M, not enough. Sorry. No. Fuck that old guy. Fuck M's that. Are, M's are yeah. so passe. Okay. Yep. Okay, All next. Right. Next subject. Moving on. Hashtag cam sex. I can't believe nobody's using this yet. Uh, I'm referring, of course, to uh, Tennessee House Speaker Cameron Sexton. You can't make these fucking names up. You got the Andy Ogles. You know, it's really uh, this guy is the guy that, you know, wanted to he voted spearheaded this idea of of expelling the the. you know, the, the people in the um, in the state house there in Nashville. The Tennessee three. Yeah, the Tennessee three. And he's this guy is unbelievable. So I think this is from last. This was last week on Judd Legum's popular information. He broke the story that this guy, he bought a home uh, secretly for 600 grand in Nashville. He lives there. His kids are enrolled in school there. This is on this is Judd's uh, work, not mine. He's not that he don't. He, he represents a different district that he's supposed to be living in where he does not live. And not and only have that rules for that in Tennessee, do you have to live in your district? In Tennessee? Yes. Not only that, imagine that. So he's a rule breaker. Not only that Judd Legum says Sexton has been taking daily per diem expenses of $313 a day money that is reserved for representatives who lives 50 miles or more outside of Nashville. Sexton lives six miles from Nashville. So you could, fucking walk there if he really if he had enough time right he has charged taxpayers more than ninety thousand dollars since 2021 to commute to crossville where he's the representative of but does not live there and that's not all that was last week this week okay Tell phil us. williams have you do, do you know the story phil williams Na- uh, of uh news channel five nashville no he he called this guy out and got him whoo I mean, good, good. You know, we, we bash the media a lot when the media does a good job. Let's, let's reward Phil Williams. Wow. He just asked him, Hey, what's up with you and the intern? And the guy was like, Whoa. And like four hours later he resigned. That's what happened. Okay. So uh, I want to read this because I think it's not something that people are following that carefully. And I want to just, this is, this is from the article by Phil Williams um, on Nash- News Channel 5 Nashville, a member of GOP leadership in the Tennessee House of Representatives was recently found guilty of sexually harassing at least one legislative intern, likely to by an ethics subcommittee acting in secret. News Channel 5 investigates has learned about six hours after being confronted by Phil Williams. Representative Scotty Campbell gave up his seat in the Tennessee General Assembly. In other words, he expelled himself because <laughs> he voted to expel the three. Of course he did. Yes. Well, um, he knows all about expulsion. He's good at it now. Yeah. Got some yeah. practice. Despite accusations of sometimes extremely vulgar comments and other inappropriate advances, Republicans did not remove the 39-year-old East Tennessee lawmaker from his leadership position, <laughs> nor from his committee assignments. I know that's, that's a shock. It's a shock. It's a shocker. Yeah. But taxpayers are paying guess, for his actions. So it keeps getting worse. He's a he's a white boy. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. yes, yes. Uh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> okay. News Channel Five has learned that potentially thousands of dollars have been spent to protect one victim, relocating her from the downtown apartment building where she and Campbell both had apartments, shipping her furniture back home in another part of the state, and placing her in a downtown hotel for the remainder of her internship. Uh, legislative officials refuse to say how much they've paid out, saying that information is confidential. 
Confronted with the allegations Thursday as he headed to Capitol Hill, Campbell referenced a second intern who was also involved in the investigation. News Channel 5 was previously unaware of that individual's complaint. So, yeah, guys, if you're getting attacked, and don't don't say more than what the other people already know. Important thing. Yeah. Say nothing. Say nothing. I learned that I rode around with Murray Richmond for a while. Um, he's probably the biggest mob lawyer uh, in New York and maybe ever. And what a character. Oh, my God. And so Murray literally <laughs> takes calls and was taking a call from, uh, you know, I could kind of hear the guy. Right. Because it's like he's like telling him, he's like, say nothing. Say nothing. That's Murray's. I'll get there. Someone will get there. We're going to get to you. Just say nothing. Say nothing. Yeah. And I was like, that's a TV series right there. That's it. Say nothing. Everyone knows this. We all watch TV. This guy apparently, he doesn't know. Um, I understand. You'll be okay. Say nothing. (laughs) All right. I got to read more because there's more. I'm sorry. Even if it goes long, we got to do this. All right. We're going long. Under the Tennessee General Assembly's own rules, however, quietly placing that vaguely worded memo in a representative's personal personnel file is the only action that the ethics subcommittee can take upon a finding that he is engaged in improper conduct. They can't say anything. They can't do anything. They just write a report, put it in his memo, and like move the intern to a nice hotel, right? Wow. Ethics subcommittee members are also barred from publicly disclosing their proceedings. Campbell had represented House District 3 in Northeast Tennessee, blah, blah, blah. He was reelected, blah, blah, blah. He gained national attention earlier this year when, during debate over a bill banning drag shows in public places, he asked if that legislation would also prohibit a, quote, bra and panties match, unquote, by wrestlers at a county fair. <clears throat> he voted to expel the so-called Tennessee Three, arguing, if you were in court and behaved like those three did, you would have been found in contempt of court. No, Okay, Scotty. Is this because they walked from one place to another? They, like, used their legs? I think that's what they did that was so terrible. They 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 walked. And I, then yeah. they they gathered with their own constituents. You're not supposed yeah. to do that. It's so terrible. Um, yeah. Okay, now we're getting into the not funny part. Okay. Legislative interns are generally students from Tennessee colleges and universities. News Channel 5 is withholding the name, exact age, and university of the victim in the sexual harassment investigation to protect her identity. The woman declined to comment for the story, but in an email given to News Channel 5 investigates by a family member, the victim provided a detailed account to officials at her university about her experiences with a Republican leader. For example, after seeing her and another 19-year-old female intern entering her apartment at the nearby Capitol Towers, the woman describes how Campbell later, quote, made comments about how he was in his apartment imagining that we were performing sexual acts on one another and how it drove him crazy knowing that was happening so close to him. It's gross. Okay. I uncomfortably explained that that was not happening, she recounts, and he insisted that he knew it and asked me to tell him about it. I explained that she is my friend, and he proceeded to describe how sexually attractive he finds her referring to the 19-year-old intern. The 19-year-old female intern is believed to be the second person who complained. Um, Campbell denied that any such conversations ever occurred. That's not true, he insisted. Uh, News Channel 5 investigates asked, so she's just making that up. Yes, he said quietly. The woman's email says Campbell repeatedly made comments about wishing he had someone with whom he could just cuddle and how, quote, he is very, very lonely. 
On March 15th, the victim recalls, she went to his apartment to return a wrench that she had borrowed. He proceeded to ask how many men I've slept with, says the email to university officials. I told him zero, and he insisted that I was lying, and he told me not to lie. He then proceeded to ask me how many women I've slept with and said he gets girls go crazy over me. Um, yeah, and then it got worse, and then she made the report. So this is this is what happened. Okay, this is the guy there that thinks he's so wonderful, and... That's awful enough and sad, frankly, that this guy is this lonely and horrible that he doesn't know how to behave and yet is somehow representing people. He's one of the people that expelled, that voted to expel the Tennessee Three. And he's one of the people that Cam Sexton protected this horrible behavior. So that's it. That's all I got. Do you have any comment? No. I, I really do not. Yeah, there's not much to say. I'm glad those, those girls are safe. Yes. Yes. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't um, want to hear one more word about interns and former presidents ever. Yeah. Seriously. Ever. Um, it's, it's, it's bad. It's Ugh. bad. It's okay. Bad. So I think we need a, we, 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 I went ahead and set the timer for the next little bit there and we went into it. So let's, let's take a break. Oh, are we going to take a break? Oh, do we have a a little break? Do we have an ad? I think that's a good idea. We have an ad for this time. We have an ad. We do. Finally, an advertiser. It's nice. And now, a word from our sponsor. What do you get for the man who has everything? You know who I'm talking about. He's already got a Petit Philippe, a Picasso, an Airbus 380. I mean, what do you get for a guy like that? Well, have you thought about buying him a Supreme Court justice? Hi, I'm Leonard Leo. I run the Federalist Society and the Judicial Crisis Network. And honestly, there's so many of these organizations I lose track. But I'm basically a real estate broker only for Supreme Court justices. I know it sounds crazy, but Supreme Court justices are cheaper than you think. One time, my client acquired one in exchange for a Washington National season ticket package. Supreme Court justices make great gifts. Where do you see the look on his face when he opens his very own Sam Alito? Want to buy a Supreme Court justice? Just head over to my eBay store, which is ebay.com slash Knight of Malta Scotus Pimp, and click buy now. Enter promo code BOOF to get 10% off your first purchase. You won't be sorry. Believe me, a Picasso ain't nothing next to a gorsuch. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And now, back to the show. Premium okay. ad buy. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Bless. Good job, Chunk. Good job, Chunk. Give it up for Chunk. Give it up for Chunk. Yeah. Give it up for Chunk. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, we maybe don't even need to spend that much time on these next guys. Now, we're gonna, they're all kind of interrelated anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, you start. Okay. Down with CJ. CJ is Chief Justice. Okay, I, I, I ranted about this on, on my Prevail podcast this morning a little bit, but I'm going to rant more because I remember watching uh, the confirmation hearings for John Roberts and being pretty curious about it. And, you know, I'm obviously not a Republican, but he's like, what passed for a smart Republican? And right. I remember being really impressed with him. Like, he's he's a smart guy. He's, you know, exactly what you think. And my my view is that if they nominate somebody, even if it's somebody on the other side that you don't politically agree with, if they're competent and they're smart and they have the skill set to do the job, you're, that's what you're vetting when you're on the Senate. You're supposed to confirm them, right? 
That's what I think anyway. I know that now it doesn't work that way, but that's the way it should work. And I was like, this guy's actually pretty good. And I also remember, you know, then when I guess Rehnquist left and there was some talk about or whatever he did, uh, who's going to be the new, new chief justice. And they moved Roberts over, which I thought tactically was a smart thing to do. And I thought, this guy seems like he's okay. He's younger. He's really smart. Maybe he'll be all right. No, he fucking sucks. That yeah. was just a fucking fail. Okay. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of limitations on what he's able to do. And I get that. And I have people on legal Twitter kind of like telling me this, like, no, no, Roberts can only do blah, 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 blah. You know, the Thomas stuff. He really has his hands tied, whatever. He's still the chief justice. The chief justice is the de facto leader has some sway over like what cases get brought forth, like has some power. And he was, he was, first of all, he was involved with the, with the Bush v. Gore thing. He's, uh, you know, a Leonard Leo buddy. He's involved with all that shit. And uh, he presided over Citizens United. Citizens United is yeah. directly responsible for all of the dark money fuckery. If this country falls off the precipice into fascism, John Roberts is fucking responsible for it. Period. Full yeah. stop. There's no debate about it. That ruling was an abomination, a fucking abomination. And, you know, I think everyone sort of realized it at the time, but didn't quite grasp the full impact that it would have. Well, but because we weren't, we weren't right of boom. We were in the middle of boom. We were in the middle of boom. And there's no going back. And, um, and we, so, but we didn't, you know, you don't know. Uh, yeah. It was a boom that that could come, but no one knew what, actually what the shrapnel would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still booming. It's still booming. Yeah. The worst I... thing about him, okay, is the impeachment. He came to the impeachment. Oh my god! I've, oh, I he presided about this. over the impeachment, and look, there's yes. there have not been very many actual impeachments, right? That have happened. The oh the, the chief justice really has enormous leeway into determining everything about that. And he went in there like he was uh, like waiting at the fucking DMV. Not interested. He was like my kid in class, like looking at the phone, you know, <laughs> couldn't be more pissed off. Probably because he actually had a fucking he was pissed off. He seemed like he was like, he was just sitting there. Like yeah. I'm, he had I'm, to work for a couple of days. These people don't work. I don't, I don't think they do anything. I think he just thought he had to sit there and be there. And because there were decisions that he could make yeah. and there were things that he could have done, but he just sat, sort of sat there. He did not. He, uh, this is one of the most important moments in the history of this country. He had the, one of the few people that had the opportunity to actually do something right. And he did not. He just fucking shat the bed. That's what he did. Well, so, Underneath the road, some of the little things too. He, when the, uh, the whole investigation on Kavanaugh came in, there were reports. A bunch of justices had signed and filed a report, an ethics report against uh, Kavanaugh, because he was so un, he was so unfit for the bench that he already was sitting on the circuit. He was definitely unfit for, um, and temperamentally so for the. You know, he's an activist. He was an outright, you he's know, right wing operative. He's a, yeah. And and so there was uh, some of the judges got together. They put a complaint for some reason had to go through Denver because of the, I don't know, the circuit. And John Roberts was supposed to do something with that and follow up on that. And he did not. He just buried it. So he's got a long record of like, I'm just going to do nothing, guys. He's like, ah, just 
do nothing. And then, you know, and hope that people come to his defense and say, well, he really can't do anything. He's like, well, then don't have a chief justice. Yeah. I do believe he is being um, brought in uh, or or a Senate has requested Durbin. Was it Durbin that said? Yeah, Durbin. I don't know if he if he's going to come. I mean, who the I don't fuck know if he's gonna fight. no one has to show up. They Trump era approved that. They don't yeah. have to show up. No, nothing happens to them. They can yeah. get referred to the Justice Department for defying a subpoena, but nothing happens there. So yeah. nothing happens. Yeah, it's really even when you are indicted and you're found guilty of that, you you get to walk around and have YouTube shows like you and me. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. That's enough of that. Okay, now we have, I think the next one is, is it Forest Birthers? Yeah, I yeah. want to talk a little bit about, and you you pointed this out to me, LB. Um, this whole business, and we had, we got good news, and we're going to talk about it towards the, uh, uh, you know, topic number seven, which was right before the show uh, aired, the Supreme Court did rule uh, or stay the 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 ban of the uh, the abortion pill. They ruled for the FDA. Yeah, which is very the, good. Companies. Very good news. Yeah. Uh, I did not know this. This is Lucas Kuntz, who is running against Josh Hawley for the Senate. There, okay. put this thread out, uh, which you directed me to, and I did not know this. And I think this is really fucking important to understand. Okay. Six years, and this is now I'm quoting him. Six years ago, a plan was already in motion to corrupt our courts and force through a nationwide ban on the most commonly used abortion pill in all 50 states, any and all circumstances, without exception. And Josh Hawley thinks you'll let him get away with it. Let me explain. 2017, Matt Kismarek is nominated to be a federal judge for the North Texas District Court. His confirmation stalls for years. And just this week, we learned he even lied to hide just how bizarre his obsession with controlling people's bodies really is. Um, yeah, Matt Kaczmarek, you know, spoiler alert, white, white guy. Okay. Uh, 2018, while his nomination languishes in the Senate, Kaczmarek decides to invest in his future. So he became a campaign donor for Josh Hawley, a fellow yeah. member of the Federalist Society, a group of corporate activist lawyers with funders including Chevron, Google, and the Cokes, and run by fucking Leonard Leo, who picks all these guys. Josh right. Hawley's in, in, you know, thickest thieves with these fuckers, right? right. Okay. I think again, I think there's a thing to I want to add in here, just in this mm -hmm. little part, that the Raga, the Republican Attorney yeah. General's Association, is also so deeply connected in with this whole uh, justice scamming thing. Um, so, and Josh Hawley, before becoming senator, he was the Republican chosen out of that association to be attorney general of uh, Missouri. And then he, when Greitens, Eric Greitens, the governor, got caught literally tying a woman up, kidnapping yeah. and tying her up. And then Josh just went, eh, put all that aside. So, not, that's who Josh Hawley is amongst everything else, but back in this time. Yeah. Yeah. This is before he ran away. Just before away. he ran away. Run away. Um, okay. 2019. Now a U.S. Senator, Josh Hawley, decides to make Kazmarek his campaign donor, a federal judge. Hawley confirms Kazmarek to the North Texas District Court, despite bipartisan opposition over Kazmarek's big brother views on contraceptives and personal freedoms. So I th my understanding is this Texas court is he's the only guy there. So if you have something that is going to appear in that district, he's always the guy that's going to rule on it, which is why they picked this fucking district to do this case in. Okay. Right. Uh, 2022, a lawsuit is filed in North District District of Court by activist lawyers seeking to ban an abortion pill that millions have used safely, I would say, for decades. 
Medication abortion accounts for over half of all abortions. Guess who leads the lawsuit, LB? Holly's wife, Mrs. Josh Holly. Imagine that. Yeah. The one who passionately kisses him in that movie. (laughs) So his wife is leading the suit. His donor, who he put there, is the judge. And this is his own little fucking, you know, desire that he wants to do. Him and Leonard Leo and like maybe eight or nine other people. Okay. Yeah. 2023, Holly's donor judge rules in favor of the lawsuit led by Holly's wife, calling for a near immediate ban on the abortion drug. How do you pronounce it? Mifepristone. Milpreston or something. It's hard. In all 50 states. And it's the first time a judge has ever tried to unilaterally take a drug off the market against FDA objections. And I'm going to add what what Tally Briggs, friend of the show, said last week. Kazmarek is fucking practicing medicine without a medical license. So fucking arrest him and charge him with that. Okay. Now in his official capacity as senator, Josh Hawley has signed an amicus brief demanding that the Supreme Court end a temporary injunction blocking the ruling in his wife's lawsuit by a federal judge, his campaign donor, to ban America's most commonly used abortion medication. Fuck all three of these people. Fuck them all. Corrupt as fuck. That's it. End okay. of rant. And rant. I agree with the whole thing. We only have 28 seconds left, so we're going to move on. Let's move on. That's good. Wow. This is kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Eight is a lot. Eight is enough. They were right. Eight is enough. (laughs) They were right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Ginny's best friend. We have Ginny and Cleta. I feel like we haven't given our our girls enough. Um, I mean, we did the thing for Ava Perone. Otherwise known as Casey DeSantis, mm-hmm. I just think our our ladies need they need their time in the sun. They need a little bit more five eight media content directed towards them. I like this friendship. We're going to figure out a, like a working nine to five jingle. Can it be beaches? Maybe I don't know. I'm or beaches? To, we're just spitballing here. So we're spitballing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we do an, a movie promo. We haven't done that yet. Um, a trailer, fake trailer. So uh, let's Kalina Mitchell, Jenny's best friend, decided that she could just do away with votes. Yeah. And it, that this is like something that she can do as a private citizen with a private company. So she wants wanna, to limit voting on college campuses. Yeah. That, that's, college, that's, yeah. We're going to stop the young, those young people from voting. Yeah. We just go in and stop them. Uh, Clearing Fog, a friend of the show, had a great thread up about that. I retweeted it, so you guys should all check that out today. Yeah, yeah. She knows yeah. a lot about, yeah. Erin knows a lot about Cleta. Yeah. I Like, do you have anything to say on this? And then I'll say my bit. I'm going to say, first of all, I hate the fact that I recognize her now. That's a face I would like to, oh. like, you know. There's things that I forget now because I'm getting older, and I, yeah. Cleta Mitchell's face is something that I would love to just forget. It's just this. I'm just saying. Um, why does she want to end democracy, LB? Tell us. Well, I don't know. I just pulled way out on this one and thought about it a little bit. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is all part of this, you know, because th- I didn't, you know, there's statements that people make about how the Republican Party did an analysis after um Obama's election figured out what do we have to do to grow our base? And so everyone wants to get into this political jargon and make it about politics. But I really, it's really this, I, there's, 
this fear thing that started with Rush Limbaugh and Bill O'Reilly mm. before Tucker Carlson was even found his way to a bow tie. Um, it, it, and, you know, started and then became, went over to Fox and started spewing great replacement. Those two guys were on the airwaves, one on the radio, one on the television, nonstop talking, just fear mongering about how white people were going to be a minority soon. That was the great fear mongering that started in the nineties. It was pretty bad. I'm sure there was stuff in the eighties even, but it was, they looked at the statistics and, oh my God, we're going to be the minority. To which you and I understand, you know, I, I get it. You don't want to be a minority. It sucks to be a minority in America. You know, you get shot. You're like, you have, you have your fucking property taken from you. You can't get this, that, or the other. You have no privilege whatsoever. You can't it's, go to the door to pick up your kid, your brother and sister. You can't go to the door to pick up yeah. your brother and sister. It's, it's a horrible place to be. We get it. We get it. We get it, white boys. Why you, why you didn't want to be a minority. But that, constant fire hose and alarm bells of fear of like without any discussion of well so what right like okay what do you think that means who cares as long as the majority of people are still in a democracy right that and we're still we're all it doesn't that's that's fine you don't have to be in the majority as long as the majority is responsible body right and and passing in electing legislatures and passing laws and that actually take care of all of you know the whole nation that's the that's fine that's democracy that's democracy so this is about these people now that are about thwarting democracy and doing these really anti-democratic things and trying everything they can to just fuck up the voting, fuck up our democratic processes, turn us into authoritarian state because they want minority rule because they're going to be in the minority. Yeah. So they want minority rule. Well, minority rule is oligarchy, authoritarianism, and that's Fascism. minority rule. Yep. yep. That's it. And when you base it on, um, you're judging it by uh, people's ethnicity, all Americans, all the same rights, all the same, right? Like all, all, all just an American, but you're, you're freaking out about your, these people are putting majority minority in terms of race. Well, you're going to get fascism if you're going for minority rule. Yeah, where they are going to be the minority. So, I to me, it's just all rooted in that. It's rooted in this fear that no one even scratched any deeper than it just being a fear. It's just a fear. So what? <laughs> what is that? What do they think that means? There's going to be the white people are going to be in the minority. What do you think that means? Like, really think about it. I think it, I was told it means a taco truck on every corner. Oh doesn't seem like a terrible to me. Well, so then engage in the culture wars, right? For 20, 30 years and go hardcore, full bore when you have your Hitler-loving white supremacists, you know, <laughs> con man, gangster front, money laundering made in the White House. Foreign asset, I forgot that. So then, then go for it, right? Anyway, that's 
that's my take on that. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And, uh, you know, we've said it again. We've said it before. We'll say it again. The only way that these people get what they want and get the kind of repressive uh, laws that they want is if we have minoritarian rule, as Brenton Hill puts yeah. it. Yeah. You know, because it, it, in, a, in a democracy, people don't want this shit. They do not want they don't want this abortion pill to be banned. They don't want they want gun laws. You know, nobody wants this bloodbath. There's like. There's yeah. very few people want this shit to happen, including people that are in the NRA and own guns. It's a well, very what's happening with minority rule. Yeah. And it's more of the same. And Leonard Leo needs it because he wants to make sure that nobody has them because he believes that I did. Blasocysts has more rights than than an actual person. Because he thinks that Jesus came down and gave the blasphemist. It's a fucking fairy tale that these people believe. And they want to put that fairy tale above law. I don't give a shit what they believe. You can believe whatever you want. But when you say that your belief in fucking made up nonsense is more important than actual health and data and science, that's not acceptable. Not in a, not, not in 2023. We're in a society like this. This isn't fucking France in 1240, you know, come on. Yeah, well, let's just, I think we went right into the next topic with that. So um, we did get that 7-2, two, 2 dissent on the Oh ruling. my God, guess who the two dissenters guess were. Can you imagine? Were? Yeah. It's well, the Opus Dei the- twins. <laughs> I mean, do you think those two go together to the all-male retreats? Yeah. Are they ever seen together? Are they know. nervous about, you know, so something happens and you lose them both? Like the royal family, <laughs> you know? Like the royal family won't all get on the same Designated plane. successor kind of yeah, thing? Designated yeah, designated successor. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, look, so the ruling, so Alito and uh, Thomas, of course, dissented. At, we didn't have a chance, guys, this happened right before the show Wait, came Wait, guys, did, did, people, did people read about this? Wh- which... Uh, 15th century British anti-witching law did Alito cite in his dissent. Does anybody know? Anyone know? You know? Well, the witch, the witch, you know, is made of, is lighter than pumice. So if they float, they must. I think it was the commerce law. Like, I think it was (laughs) because what what really, well, they would sort of say that something's more powerful, that the God's more powerful than that. I don't know. These people are trying to, you've got states houses trying to put 10 commandments they're forcing texas forcing 10 commandments into every school that happened today too yeah it's like there's a there's a law about there's a commandment about adultery in there perhaps greg abbott should read up on that before he puts more guns out and he does even more to put more guns in people's hands but back to this ruling thou um, shalt not covet thy thy neighbor's gun i think yeah that's coming next yeah. What um, do we covet? We covet what we, we covet. see every day. We covet Lies. it. Covets it to covet. <laughs> now we're just punching. This is this is what we do on the phone, everybody. This is what <laughs> Craig does impersonations. Um okay. Closer, so we haven't read closer, the ruling. I, I think this sort of hit me. I think I texted to you. It's like you know, America is in a massive state of crisis when, and not that this isn't the most American thing ever, but it's the FDA because 
you don't want the drug companies. If these, <laughs> this is a major product. So I feel like the reason why the justices didn't go along, the conservative justices that clearly just want complete control over a woman's body. We, they, we are to be property again. And six of these, these mofos want that at the least, um, that that's the least that they might want. So I, I think it's that, you know, the drug, this is a drug company. This is a, this is the big pharma and yeah. big pharma apparently uh, trumps the Christo fascist Looney Tunes. <laughs> but that's what we need in order, in order for women who are Americans to have autonomy over our body we need big pharma to save us because we don't have a single fucking legislature legisl you know a law person a woman or man that's willing to fight go down fighting and punching for us to save our lives this is a pill also that saves lives this is health care and even if it doesn't save life it gives a woman the power over her body. That's enough. She gets to have that. We get to have that. And where that is being taken away from us, we expect the people we put into office to fight for us. Not have to sit there and go, oh, thank God, big pharma to the rescue. Yeah. That's where we're at. That's how little... Our lawmakers give a fuck about women and girls. I don't see people in the streets. That's how little Americans care about us. Ah, this country. It's now, just to just to boost you up a little bit. Now, Michigan did codify some of this stuff in protections. So Gretchen Whitmer, FTW. Because they're getting shit done in Michigan. Getting shit done. Something happens with yeah. Gretchen Whitmer. It's all gone. Everything. All of that shit. Which, is, by the way, is why they tried to take her out. Of course. Yeah. They know. <laughs> they know what real power is. They know what real power is. They're going to tie her up. Yeah. Kidnap her and tie her up. And when we say they, we mean the militias that are connected to the fucking Republican Party because they show up for Trump and lead things like insurrections. Come yeah. on. Yeah. God, that we're tolerating this. It's it's insane. It was insane with it, that they allowed people with guns into the Michigan State House a couple of years ago when that happened. That that was and during no. a pam a pandemic, yeah, those guys ridiculous. spitting in the face of the guards. Ridiculous. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. So disgusting gross. people. But they are disgusting people. You know, that's who that's who Alito and Clarence Thomas like. They want to oh, they're, they're champions people. of the disgusting people. They're they're Alon's people too. <laughs> oh, that's a good segue. Except that it's time for announcements. Yeah, we got announcements. Well, we? my announcement is a little Alani. I have a public service announcement. Okay, here we go. Okay. Pull Ready? that thing up. Yeah, put it up there. Okay. All right, here's Cat Turd. And Jake 2.0. I don't know Jake 2.0 as I probably should. He's big sky, duh. This is it. I have a public service announcement to white men, artless white men, who have grievance and failure. The problem, you, your problem is your jealousy. 
white male jealousy is like a mind virus. It, it, it becomes an obsession. It does. So here's this. Let's look at this little argument here about the blue checks. Here we go. Hollywood celebrities are showing exactly who they are right now. Arrogant elitist snobs worth $200 million who won't pay $8 because they think they're better than everyone else. Says Cat Turd. Says Cat Turd. And Jake says they're really upset that everyday folks like us have access to the same status as them. They need to feel superior. Here's the public service announcement. Nobody with status cares about their status. They're working. They're just successful. You've attributed status to them and think that they're in a club that you can't get into and that they need that to feel superior over you. That's This is the PSA. Please hear me. <laughs> Everyone that you feel like is trying is waving something as stupid as a blue check. You think that they were keeping you out of the club. They, 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 that's not what's going on. They're just successful people. They just succeeded. You're jealous of them. That's what's happening to your brain. You couldn't succeed. They succeeded. Some of it is luck. And timing, I'll give it to you. Hey, I didn't have a blue check for a long, long, I don't think I ever got one. And yeah, it sucked. It sucked that, you know, I had a career, I had the credentials, I had people that had less than of the credentials necessary for a blue check, get a blue check, and I couldn't get them to give me a blue check. I participate a little bit in that because I was anonymous for a while, so I take that. But when I started doing my name and I started giving them material, they wouldn't, he still wouldn't give me the blue check, and it was frustrating. But it wasn't about a club that I couldn't get into. There's no club. It, it doesn't exist. They just, this is, the, the blue check is about people having verification that if you're a public person, the words that are being perceived to be coming out of your mouth and attributed to you are actually attributed to you. You don't have an impersonator out there. So you get a verification. And we, as the people following the verified accounts, know that that's that person, not cat turd. It's Jason Alexander. And so if Jason Alexander wants to leave Twitter, because now anybody can pretend to be Jason Alexander, and he doesn't want the responsibility of having those words be attributed to him, then he leaves Twitter. It has nothing to do with you. There's no club you're not in. It's not about that. The reason you think it's about that is that you covet what Jason Alexander has and you think you should have it but the reason you don't have it is because you don't have any talent or you didn't make the sacrifices that he made to go have that career and that success you want a safe space is your problem you want everything done for you you feel entitled to it and you don't understand why other people get to have that. And it's hurt your feelings. And so you need a safe space. And your big time loser that did get success, just like you, Elon Musk, the dork 
the king of the dorks. That dork gave you a safe space. He said, you can have a blue check too. And you guys think that's what it's all about, is that you were kept out of something. You got this confused because you have male jealousy and it does consume. It's consuming. It'll, it's, you know, it's bad. You need treatment. And then you can understand how things are different. That's a public, it's a very long public service announcement, but I feel like they need a lot of handholding. Well, I feel like they need a lot of handholding. If this was a movie or a sketch, we would cut to like, George Clooney and Matt Damon crying over losing the blue check to cat turd right now. Cause I'm sure George Clooney is consumed of, by jealousy about who is this cat turd and why does he have a blue check? And I don't, why did he get into my club? He friends with, I'm so elitist and I'm angry. Maybe I should have jars of piss in a photo behind me. <laughs> no. Yeah. So the PSA is none of the people that you think are thinking the things about you are thinking the things about you. No, they're not. They are not. They're not. And even some of those famous people that got the blue checks that you think are just these snobs or whatever. There's a lot of dorks in there too. I'll never forget. I was recording for Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) I was recording a, a getting an interview with Jill Sherry Brown and who grew up with Elizabeth and she was little and she was the daughter of uh, Jill Sherry. I can't remember. Daughter of um, Dory Sherry. And uh, he was a studio head at uh, MGM at the time, back in the day and had Elizabeth under contract. And so they would do dinners at the house and Shirley Temple was there and they stopped inviting her because she was so goddamn boring. Like nobody wanted Shirley Temple around. She was annoying and she was boring. So he, even people with big famous names that would have a blue check are dorky and no one wanted them in the club. They didn't want that. She didn't get back to the dinner party. It's just not about that. It's about that to you, <laughs> blue check dorks. It's about that to you, but it's not about that to the other person. They're not, it's just not about that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got a problem. You got, you're consumed by jealousy. Are you saying that a grown man who goes by cat turd has a problem? Come on. It's a problem. I don't, I don't, I don't believe it. I, I don't think that that is true. Um, right, that's my very long PSA. Are there, there are more announcements and then I want to, I want to okay. share something similar. Um, my only announcement is, well, first of all, there's no, there's no after hours because again, the Knicks are playing and I'm going to go watch that at the conclusion of tonight's program. Uh, but we'll, maybe we'll do it next week, you know? It's fun. I like the. I like it. It's been it's been fun for us to do, and we want to thank everybody for signing up and for joining our the broadcast and coming over there and um, and uh, being patient with us as we figure out how to do the secret broadcast because it, it doesn't work sometimes. It doesn't play nice with the Streamyard app, and uh, so you know. But it's been fun. Every time we've done it, we've had a really good time. And uh, last week, Shireen came with us. You know. Oh, it was amazing. Which we weren't, we didn't, we never know what we're going to do necessarily, but she was like, Hey, can I I come? Yeah, great. And uh, it was great. It was really interesting. And uh, and she's great. So, yeah, it's just a hangout. So, join. It's a hang. Yeah, there's a join button next to the subscribe button on our YouTube page. Just hit join. 
Yeah. And then you'll you'll be in these. Um, yeah. Um, also, uh, on my podcast today, I had Samira Gaderi, who's a, uh, an immigration attorney in D.C. and an activist who does a lot of um, publicity about all the protests going on in Iran. I can never say it's Iran, but I always say I can't get Iran out of my head. So I, I know I say Iran and I yeah. say it like halfway. Right. So yeah. it's whatever. Uh, apologies. But uh, it's a great interview. And she's it was really interesting, um, you know, to kind of go back and look at what happened there, how it started with the uh, the death in police custody of a Kurdish woman who was visiting the city. And they kind of thought the morality police, which Samira calls the mortality police. Uh, thought they could get away with just treating her however they wanted because she was Kurdish and they wound up just beating her to death. You know, she was in a coma for three days. She died and word of that got out and it sparked all of these protests. Um, you know, right now you have to keep your hair covered if you're a woman out in public anywhere in the, in the country. And uh, in Tehran, that doesn't happen all the time. Um, and they're very selective about who they enforce the rules for, of course, because it's a fucking, you know, autocratic bullshit state. So, uh, you know, she's not terribly pe- uh, optimistic at the moment about where it's headed, but for months there were protests in, in Iran. And I think that, you know, maybe sooner rather than later, I think that that regime is going to. Well, I see, think, they brought back the, the we're sort of the son of the Shah is getting trotted out again. Yeah, she doesn't like that because the I don't problem like it is, yeah, the, the, We don't but, like monarchies but, on this show, but the, we don't like monarchies. But here, here's what that's a signal of is. There's a search, a search yeah, for yeah. what do we do? You know, we got to get rid of right. this. So, yeah, um, from a collection of of places and including, you know, this is about supporting the people of Iran, right? So that if this is their desire is to get rid of the the government that they have, then there does need to be something to go in its stead. Yeah. And sometimes you're, there are friends out there that help with that. I don't, I'm not advocating for any of that, but I, that's what I think that is. Yeah, I, th- I, I think yeah. you're right. And, and you know, sometimes I think there are enemies he, out there that are lots He of probably them. really does want to help. You know, I think he, you know, why not try to take or, the monarchy? Or not. Or, we don't know. You know, but the problem is what I found out, what Samira said is during the monarchy, you weren't allowed to wear a hijab. That was prohibited. So one of the reasons yeah. why the, the, the um, Ayatollah took over is because there's a lot of religious people there who wanted to. You know, and you can't, as she points out in the in the interview, can't you have to have both. You have to have choice. Women must have choice and autonomy. Yeah. M- old men in robes shouldn't dictate what women do. Wow, that's the theme of the day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, listen, it, the whole story of how the I guess we call it the revolution, right? Um, that led to the hostage, you know, the hostage mm-hmm. taking, and then the whole. Uh, what preceded that and why the Shah was ousted. And um, there's a history there that is fascinating, but yeah, and and most Americans don't know it. And it's a great, it's a great story, quite frankly. It's a great story to tell and and very relatable to today. It's just, it's all about Austin, uh, you know, about a monarch that was living in a way in large in a way that ended up roiling the people. Um, so again, not a bad thing to throw out your monarchy if it's just, you know, sort of a gross excess. Uh, and maybe you want more rights and more, you know, more freedoms and uh, whatnot. But 
there wasn't a preparation of what to put in its place other than these extremists uh, that, yeah. you know, so. They've been there too long. It's time. Yeah, it's, it's done. TikTok. 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 It's over. Okay. All right. Let's go. Number eight. Jeez. It's usually We're there. Five. I know. We did okay. it. We did. Eight is enough. Um, I went, can I start? We're going to talk. We have to talk about Elon and all this. I, the colossal fuck ups on his watch. But okay. So this is something that happens. You were talking about cat turd. And you were talking about the blue check this that okay, I was fo- I checked my follows, and I was followed by Kurt Anderson. Now, Kurt Anderson already follows me, but this is a different Kurt Anderson without a check mark. So I thought, did he not pay? Like, what's going on? You know, did he? I, I don't know what happened. So I looked, and this is what I saw. Okay, real KB Anderson, who does not verified says distressing does not describe it after foregoing the $11 a month shakedown. I've lost not only my blue check, but all the content followers on my account on cue mystery person with purchase verification is tweeting as me. Surely not what you envisioned Elon Musk. And he's retweeting a tweet by Kurt Anderson, verified Kurt Anderson, the actual Kurt Anderson. Yes. Of the thousand people I follow here, evidently 45 of them, all or nearly all previously verified users, have agreed to subscribe to maintain their verification. Me too. Presumably, like me, they're reluctant paying the protection money. And then he says, but, you know, the, they're afraid they're going to get impersonated and all the other bad stuff is going right. to happen. Which, yes, I agree. Um, but I'm reading this and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this guy is a hoax, but it may be Kurt just fucking around you know it is not i emailed him and it's not him fucking around but i thought this is like the scene in x-men in the first x-men movie where like yeah. uh marat what's her name mystique it took me i i have been trying to remember the name you for got four it. hours okay, i just got yeah. it okay, it's the tequila helped okay mystique turns into wolverine and wolverine is fighting wolverine so cyclops doesn't know who to you know direct the ray beams at. that's what this feels like it's like He's trying to pretend not only that he is Kurt, but that the real Kurt isn't the real Kurt. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's in that's the grand scheme of things, not reality. a big deal. But when that's going on with the president of Iran, maybe that's a problem. Exactly. This is this is about just dismantling reality, <laughs> in fact, and truth. Yes. And yes, that's yes. a very sinister and sly way to do it. But that's the way it's sort of like now we're going to do upside down world about the blue check. I'm going to pretend that I lost my blue check and that this guy bought the blue check. And so you never know. This is a part of the confusion. Just make it all so confusing that nobody knows what, and I'm sure that person had a, you know, they sat back and had their troll for Chan laugh. And it's just pleased with themselves that they pulled off a Kurt Anderson, tweet tweeting Kurt Anderson inside the, you know, inside the rabbit hole moment congratulations yeah by the way if you want it to be more believable have better grammar kurt yeah. has really good grammar and you don't fucko yeah well so this is it i think i'm sorry i think this is i think that the the rocket was not just a literal explosion it's a metaphor for the whole thing i do think that this is are you referring to the rapid unscheduled disassembly I am. I think in about a year, we're going to be like, God, remember Twitter and how much time we 
spent on that. Oh my God. Oh, I knew someone. There'll be some lamenting. Oh, I knew him for Twitter. Oh, I haven't heard from him. There'll be that for the connections that are lost. And then in about five years, everyone's going to, it's just going to feel so dumb that we even thought that this would work. And the sad thing is it was working. It could have worked. It could have kept working, which is why it got blown up by King of the Dorks. And and whatever fucking foreign people gave you know assets gave him money, including the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, by the way. Yeah. But I'm sure that they had no. Oh, I'm sure they. I'm sure they thought the the ROI was going to be vast with this. Right, almost as much as you know, the RFK ROI. (laughs) Less than one percenters. I don't know, guys. I don't know what to tell. I don't know how we get ourselves out of all of this. I don't know. We'll fit. We'll know. You know what? When the time comes, we'll know. People are freaking out now. And I think the answer is we know how to find each other. We're going to be doing this unless, you know, if if YouTube and Google go under that, I don't know, maybe we're all just screwy. But uh, the the motto of Google is don't be evil. So I think we're okay. I think that I think we're going to be okay. But, uh, You know, I'll see. I think, you know, I always make a point to have people's phone numbers that I know and I care about Mm -hmm. to actually call people. I have a dear friend right now that we cannot seem to get our phone calls straight and on one of those. And it's been probably like we talk every day and it's been like a month Um, and she's in Florida and I'm here. So um, we're texting each other. Okay, this weekend. But at least we keep that going. You know, you just have to stay in contact with people and put in that effort, and then it's all okay. Yeah. And if worse comes to worse, the day that Twitter ends, just meet at noon at Grand Central Station in New York. I think if we're all there, it'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. That is a joke. I'm not going to go down there that day. I know you're not. You wouldn't go up on the top of the Empire State Building either, right? No, I went to the Empire State. It's a fucking waste of That's money. A but I, That's a joke. That's a joke. You don't know those movies. Oh, you mean what is it? Sleep in Seattle. Yeah. No, and, and and Harry Met Sally. They go to the top of the Empire State Building. No, it, it's uh, yes, Sleepless in Seattle, and which was uh, a talking about an affair to remember, which okay. was the old movie where that that they were talking about, where the woman didn't go up to the top of the tower because she'd been in an accident. Right. Wait, can we talk about how dumb that movie? The night to remember. Is? Sorry. Like, uh, is okay. it night to remember or fair to remember? We, do we have time for, for, for a two-minute discourse on You're on the cinema? one who said, ah, I gotta whatever. go watch I'm afraid film. to look at the score. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, in movies, correct me if I'm wrong here, what's important are the stakes, right? You talk about the stakes. What are the stakes for the characters here? Mm-hmm. So, Casablanca, comma, the best movie of all time. The stakes are... She's in love with Rick and Rick is in love with her. But then she suddenly finds out that her husband is still alive, that she thought she was dead. And she loves him too. So it's really fucking complicated. Also, it's the middle of the Second World War and the Nazis are coming and there's all hell breaking loose. And only two can survive from yeah. that trio. Right? Or escape. Those are I should say survive. really fucking high stakes. In Sleepless in Seattle, it's like, I live in Seattle and you live in Baltimore. What are we going to do? How can we make this work? That's it. That's the stakes. Fucking so stupid. She had a relationship Whatever. with Ray Kinnear. The stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. So she did have to give up her relationship. And oh my God. One another. Just to follow up on this whole thing we're talking about, they had only met one another 
through phone messages being left or, or conversations with a therapist mm-hmm. online. So they didn't really, and they're talking to the boy. So they had a pre-Twitter, Twitter relationship. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter relationships work out great. Um. <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys, we love you so much. We're going to let Greg go watch his game. Okay. We are. Uh, we did fine. We we did an hour and, and ten minutes. We, 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 it's good. I think every once in a while we gotta. We love our guests. We love our guests. We but do. It's nice to. It's a lot of work to have a guest. You have to read up on them. You have to uh, work. It. It's a little bit more work, guys. <laughs> Just to um, let you know. Well, it's so, not work. It's more. It's it's more pressure too. It's That's more pressure. More pressure. That's yeah. all. And it's fine. Yep. You know, we're up for the pressure, just like Julius Randall and and uh, the rest of the Knicks are going to be up for the pressure. I hope I'm not going to see that they're down 20 or some shit. OK, uh, again, thank you to all the new uh, members who joined. I see some people join tonight. We appreciate you. We appreciate the members we have. Uh, we appreciate everybody for watching. We don't have to thank our guests tonight because we had no guests. So uh, <laughs> I think the format, I like this format. We'll just invert it. Yeah. Every time yeah. we don't have a guest, we'll invert it. OK. okay fun um yeah have a good weekend everybody
W.